Hi there, and welcome to the Simply Living for Him podcast. I'm Karen DeBuse from Simply Living for Him. Thank you for joining me for another episode of the Simply Living for Him podcast. On this podcast, I talk about all things simple, whether it's life out here on our little hobby farm, how I keep things simple in our homeschool, or you'll just always hear a lot about Jesus, because I truly do believe that the remedy for clutter and chaos in our world today is Jesus. The more we desire him, the less we desire the things of this world, and the easier it is to live more simply. So today we're going to talk about, I don't know, a little bit of hard stuff maybe, Um, just about, you know, keeping it real. This is the Christmas season, and it's a time where everybody's telling you you should feel joyful and you should, you know... um, feel happy and so many of us actually struggle and I wanted to talk today a lot about just keeping it real and how to deal with our inner struggles and this is really because guess what I've been dealing with a lot of this stuff recently I'm going to get to it in just a minute but I wanted to first thank our podcast sponsor Apologia Apologia is an amazing Christian publishing company they have some great resources right now for Christmas or for Advent for your family so go please check them out at Apologia.com so today like I said I wanted to talk a little bit about keeping it real Um, several things that brought me to doing this podcast episode. I'm not going to get into the whole story on this podcast. I wrote about it on the blog this week, but we had a situation recently that sort of uh, sent me into a little bit of um, turmoil. (laughs) And so we had been given a dog a few weeks ago and uh, we were so thrilled. I wrote about it on the blog. We thought it was an answer to prayer. Um, my daughter had been praying for a dog for literally eight years. And I had told her the only way we would ever get one is if somebody literally showed up on our doorstep with a dog that was fully trained and, you know, had everything. And lo and behold, one did. And so I felt like I couldn't pass that up. I felt like it was from God. So we couldn't say no. And um, it ended up being a lot more difficult than we thought to adopt an older dog. And, um, you know, he was sort of used to his family, which was a family of two. And coming to our crazy household was a big adjustment. So ultimately, we had to give back the dog and it was confusing and I wrote about it yesterday on the blog well I'm recording this on Wednesday so I wrote about it this week on the blog because you won't be hearing this till later in the week Um, but I will link to that um, in case you haven't read it I will link to that in the podcast uh, episode webpage but um, it was difficult for me number one it was difficult to have to give back the dog of course after we thought we were going to have it But what was the most difficult was the struggle that I was having with God, the spiritual struggle, because here we thought that we were um, getting an answer to prayer and we thought we were in his will. And what do you do with that when you follow and it completely doesn't work? And so the first um, half of it I spent, or really three quarters of the situation I probably spent just telling myself I didn't have enough faith, you know, that this is what God wants. And even though it's hard, it's going to work. And um, it's, it was really hard for me, because I just thought, well, I'm just not surrendering enough. I this is hard, but it it's from God, so it'll have to work. 
And so that was a big struggle. And, you know, looking back, it was like, okay, why God, why did all this happen? We thought that this was from you. Did we make a mistake? Were we not listening? Um, Did I not have enough faith? What is it? And the biggest thing that has stuck out to me right now is, no, God did answer her prayer. He did answer our prayer. He wanted us to have this dog. He didn't say how long. He didn't say forever. He he wanted us to have it for two weeks. And that's been my takeaway now is that God wanted to teach us much and he wanted to show us um, a lot of things. And he never said he was answering that prayer to give us this dog for, you know, eight years. He said he was going to give us this dog and we followed and we obeyed. And in the end, it was for two weeks. And so... Um, You can read all about that. Like I said, I don't want to get into the whole story. The reason I'm even bringing up the story right now on this episode is because um, I really wanted to share today about just real life struggles. And that's been a recent really big struggle for us. So I wanted to share about real life struggles. As you guys know, I've talked about it before. And I'm working on a new project for Simply Living for Him called Simply Living for Him No Filter. And the reason I'm doing that is because... I believe passionately that women need to share the good stuff and celebrate the good stuff without jealousy. And I also believe that women need to share the struggles and be real. Because when we bring those things out into the light, it immediately dispels all the darkness that um, comes. And I'm going to be completely honest with you guys. I had been and... I want to say still have been, but it's been lifted a lot. But I had been in a really, really dark place in the past few weeks. And I wanted to talk about that with you guys because not not for me to talk about my darkness, but to share that I really believe that as women, we need to be honest and open and have people that we can go to when we are struggling because... So many of us are doing it alone. And especially at this time of year when everybody is, you know, jolly and joyful and Christmas is a joyful time, no matter what your circumstances. But for many of us, we have a hard time um, doing that. So we put on a front. We make ourselves say, we're fine. Everything's fine. It's good. You know, I'm just tired. I'm just busy. Um And deep down, there's these other things going on. God has shown me so many times recently and confirmed so many times recently that I really want to move forward with this new project. And how that's going to look, I don't know if it's go. I think we're going to probably do a local event to probably kick it off. But I'm looking at like online workshops or videos or groups that you can start in your church. We need women to step up and say, it's okay to struggle. Like I'm going to admit something here on the podcast today that you would probably not think of when you think of me because for some of you out there, you only know me from the podcast. You only know me maybe from the blog. Some of you out there that listen know me in real life, Um, but some of you don't. And so there's this vision of what you probably think I am like every day. And You know, it's hard to kind of be in that place to be somebody that people um, go to for encouragement and 
also to know that, hey, I don't have it all together all the time. Um, I love the Lord with all my heart. I want to encourage other women to seek after him, to put him first. But I struggle myself sometimes, and I struggled big time um, the past few months. Um, and, you know, we all go through these seasons. We go through seasons of great mountains, and we're on top, and everything is falling into place, and we're in a really good place spiritually with the Lord, and we're in our word, and we're praying. And then we go through, we all go through seasons where you're like, where did that mountain go? Why am I in this valley? How do I get out? And so I want to talk about today, how do we live in both of those places and be real and share with each other our struggles? Um, You know, for the most part, I can say without a doubt, you know, compared to who I was 20 years ago, I handle those hills and those valleys differently because I have Jesus. However, um, I was in a really bad place the past few months. And, you know, I've talked about it before that I have struggled with anxiety. And um, I have made huge strides in that. God has really redeemed a lot of that and healed a lot of that. But when it wants to come back, boy, does it come back. And um, the past few months were difficult. We started out with my kids being sick in October, like literally the whole month of October. We dealt with a lot of sickness and that kind of sent me into a downward spiral. Also, I'm dealing with the whole senior year thing this year. My daughter is a senior. It's a big emotional deal. (laughs) I didn't realize that it would be Um, And not necessarily like, oh, woe is me, my baby is growing up, because I love seeing her grow up. The emotional deal comes from trying to figure out the next steps and what the future holds and navigating all of those decisions and things. And then this whole thing happened with the dog, you know, where I felt spiritually tested. It wasn't so much about the dog that was sad and that was hard and, you know, but in the end, it was the struggle for me was really, God, I thought I was listening. And did I not have enough faith or strength or was it, you know, it was just confusing. So there was a day a few weeks ago, and this is what I'm talking about, where we need to keep it real and honest and, and we need to share with each other. Because when you, first of all, verbalize it, and you bring it out into the light, the darkness is immediately dispelled. And when you verbalize it and bring it out into the light and other people hear that, they connect. Whether you're somebody who knows me in real life or not, you might hear what I'm about to say and be like, me too. And oh my goodness, if that happens to her, then I don't feel so bad when it happens to me because I realize it happens to everybody. It happens to all kinds of people. It happens to other women. And then it kind of encourages you that you're not alone and that you're not crazy because, yes, I think I am sometimes. (laughs) So a couple of weeks ago, we were in the thick of it with the dog and everything. And, um, you know, I was really struggling because I was struggling with I was seeing that this wasn't working out for our family, but I kept saying, but God wanted this. He sent this dog to us. Why? Um, 
And what, how on earth will we give it back after we told our daughter that this was from God? Like, this is, you know, like I said, not just about the dog to me. It was about this big spiritual conundrum, really. Like, I was confused. And so on top of feeling kind of stressed out about the dog because the issues we were having was causing me to feel almost like a prisoner in my own home because everything was sort of um, revolving around this dog and the behaviors that were going on. Um, So when I get depressed or anxious or I feel overwhelmed, my go-to is my room. I go up to my room, I shut the door, I go under my blanket, and I hibernate. And so I was doing that this one day because I was just so overwhelmed. And I had this darkness come over me just like, okay, you you are a failure. You told your family, you told the world that you were answering a prayer from God and it's not working out. So obviously you didn't listen or you're not strong enough in your faith. On top of feeling very overwhelmed with all the things we had to do with the dog, on top of feeling um, that some of my kids were becoming afraid and I didn't want that, on top of um, other things besides the dog, feeling the weight of, like I said, the decisions that are coming with my daughter, all of a sudden I started to feel like, Oh my goodness, I have not been a good homeschool mom. I have failed my children. Yes, you know, I've talked about this many times, how as long as we're following God, we're not a failure. But there I was, like laying in bed, just everything came to me at once. Like, I think I've ruined my kids homeschooling them. Um, we We don't know what we're doing with this dog. Just other things like finances, health, like all these things were just piling up on me at once, like everything. And I got scared. I literally felt like I couldn't get out of bed. I felt so heavy and dark that I couldn't move. Like I just couldn't. And so this is hard to like actually talk about on a podcast for the world to hear. But I believe it's necessary because I believe that other people go through this too. So I texted Steve from my bed. I mean, he's downstairs. (laughs) And I was like, can you come up here? I I, I don't know what to do. And he came upstairs and I couldn't stop crying because I was just like, I'm at a a loss. Like, I'm so overwhelmed. I can't move. I literally can't get out of bed. And in that moment, I was um, truly in one of the darkest places I've been in a long time. And so we got through that and, you know, we worked our way out of the situation that we were in. But that doesn't mean that the next situation isn't going to bring one of these, you know, things on me again. Because what I've realized is our circumstances are always going to change and always going to be different. Sometimes they're going to be really difficult. Sometimes they're going to be easier. And if my relationship with the Lord 
is not rock solid, then when I have all these overwhelming things, that is when I end up in my bed overwhelmed texting Steve and saying, I can't get out of bed. So I had to evaluate and say, Lord, have I not been spending enough time with you? Have I been distracted with other things? Are you my first love? And that's what it boils down to. And when these things happen, I look around and I'm like, why is everybody else able to handle it? Like Steve is able to handle everything that comes his way. I feel like he's so even keeled. (laughs) That's why God put us together and even tempered. And, you know, just that straight line that gets through everything. Me, I'm like up and down, up and down, up and down. Partly, I think, though, if you're a lady out there listening, you know what I'm saying? partly is that we have these hormonal things to deal with and that doesn't help and I know that but I also even was thinking I think God just created that me that way with these up and down emotions hormonally or whatever because it brings me closer to him there's no excuse for emotions getting out of control you know there's we can say well it was hormones well you know I was focusing on the wrong things but Quite honestly, I need to lay that all at the Lord's feet. So I've been in a place right now where it's been good. I've been really seeking him um, and really asking him, like, what are you teaching me out of all of this? But I really do believe that sharing stories like that, sharing struggles, you know, um, it's important In a social media world right now, we see glimpses of people's life. Like I even said to my kids, hey, look at this lesson. We're posting pictures of our dog left and right because he really was cute. I mean, he would lay down at night and was so cute and snuggle and all that. I'm like, we're posting pictures on Instagram of the cute stuff. You out on the outside would look at that and say, wow, they're having a great time. And you guys all know that behind the scenes, we're struggling. Yes, those moments we posted were real because they were cute and they were fun. And sometimes he would sit down there with me in the morning while I was working and it was lovely. But, you know, I wasn't posting left and right all the struggles because number one, we were dealing with them as a family. I didn't feel the need to share them with everybody else. Number two, the owner of the dog was out there is out there following me do I want to you know like talk about how we're having struggles because that's going to make her feel bad you know what I mean so there's a lot of things that were going on so we have to remember that it's not wrong that we were posting cute pictures because those were really in the moment pictures happening and we were enjoying the dog But you have to remember that not everybody is going to post every single moment of their day. Because if I posted every single moment of my day, there's up moments and there's down moments, right? So we have to look at all that stuff. And that was a great lesson for my kids because I said, look at the Instagram right now and look what you're posting and these cute little things. And we all know what's going on behind the scenes. So take that lesson when you're looking at other people's lives. And uh, I think they got that. I think they understood that. But My point today in talking about this is we must come together and share real life stuff. In the past few months, God has taught me so much in this. Like when I would look at somebody and say, I know you don't realize this, but I'm going through a huge struggle emotionally. And they would just stop and like pray for me. It's enormous Satan immediately flees because now you have two women together 
looking at God together and saying, let's focus on Jesus. When you try to deal with it yourself, like I did up in my room under the covers and didn't want to deal with anything, all that happens is I get darker and darker because I'm left alone. I don't have enough sometimes um, will in me to fight back. Am I supposed to be in my armor of God left and right all the time? Yes. But I'm admitting that sometimes I need a little help. Somebody needs to come in and help me put that armor back on. And that was Steve that day. I had to text him and say, I need you to come upstairs. I can't function. But in my flesh, I want to lay there and say, I can fix this. I can handle it. I don't need to tell anyone. If I tell anyone, they're going to think that I'm not strong enough. And that's got, you know, like all these things, all these lies from Satan. So we need to get it out there when we're struggling. So many of us have friends that are going through really great things. Be happy for them. Don't internalize it on yourself and say, well, I'm not going through great things. It's great for them. That is not real sisterhood. Real sisterhood celebrates the ups and encourages in the downs. And that's what I want to work on with the Simply Living for Him No Filter Project. Letting down our filters, being real, but also in that sharing our joys. There are times where I am so joyful and I want to celebrate it with my friends. But I'm like, well, I better not say anything. It might sound like I'm boasting. I better not say anything because they're going through a tough time. A real deal sister in Christ laughs when others laugh, rejoices when others rejoice, and cries when others cry, right? That's right there in Romans. And that verse is going to be like the pinnacle. That's going to be what I'm going to base the Simply Living for Him No Filter events on. So all of this to say today is let's be real with each other. Let's share the good stuff and the bad stuff. Let's invite somebody to our home, whether it's messy or not. Let's connect face to face. You know, that's another thing about the... um no filter event or what I'm thinking about and um, and keeping it real with women. I love texting. I love emailing. Don't call me. I cannot stand talking on the phone. (laughs) However, that's something I want to work on because texting and email is great. Well, really texting, I would say, is, is the best for me. But there's something that always gets lost in translation because the other person can't see you and hear you. So we lose a dimension of the relationships that God has created for us. And this is something I need to work on because I am I am like, don't call me. I won't answer the phone. I have like a phone phobia. It's not just that I don't like the phone. I have literally like a phone phobia. So I want to work on that. And guess what? You know what's even better? Let's meet for coffee face-to-face because even something can get lost in translation on the phone. So I want to encourage women and challenge women. Yeah, we're busy. Who cares? Nothing is more important than getting together with other um, people that are like-minded that can encourage you on your walk with the Lord. Invite somebody over just because. It doesn't have to be because we're going to have a Christmas-themed party and we're going to make cute little um, desserts and we're going to have a cute little coffee bar. Just invite somebody over. 
You don't even have to serve anything. Just have a cup of coffee. Have a glass of water. (laughs) It doesn't have to be about that. Better yet, you don't want to invite somebody over because you feel that you're not up to um, that skill yet in hospitality and that's something you need to work on. Go meet at Panera Bread. Go meet at the local coffee shop. Go meet at a diner. Go meet at McDonald's. Go meet in the park, anywhere. Just connect face to face. Keep it real. Those things that you're afraid to tell somebody because what will they think of me are the things you probably need to say the most. Bring the darkness out into the light. When women are banded together, we are so much stronger than when we are alone. And I had friends that are helping me through my difficulties recently. And, um, you know, I'm not, uh, I'm, I'm definitely coming out of this, this hard time right now. But I know down the road, there's more coming because I'm not in heaven yet. So I know that I'm going to struggle with things. And everybody struggles with different things. And everybody struggles differently, right? Some people handle, handle their struggles much differently than me, who, you know, locks myself in my room. Um, Other people have other um, ways of handling that. So we all struggle with different things, and we all struggle differently. And that's the beauty of the body of Christ. And that's the beauty of sisters coming together, because we don't all match. We're not all the same. And we can learn from each other. And my strengths, I can help somebody in their difficulty. And in my weaknesses, somebody else with their strengths can come and help me. It's a beautiful symbiotic relationship that God created us for with others. We are not all the same. We all have different gifts to share. And when you think about us all working together to share them, to share the ups, to share the downs, it's a beautiful thing. And we need to be real, though. We need to start with being real and saying, I struggle. I don't feel like putting up Christmas decorations this year. I don't feel like doing all the holiday baking. I don't feel like being with my kids sometimes. You know, like whatever it is that you struggle with, whatever it is that you think is so crazy you couldn't verbalize it, verbalize it. Because it needs to be brought out. Satan wants nothing more than for us cowering alone in our room where we think we have failed. But as soon, and I'm saying, as soon as you verbalize that and bring it out into the light, he flees. The light penetrates the dark places. As soon as I verbalize the struggles I'm having, they usually don't seem as bad. And they usually are, you know, once they are kind of brought out into that light, I see them in a different perspective than I do when I'm all alone in my room. So I wanted to have this episode today to really encourage you all out there, whatever you're struggling with. Some of us are struggling with really big things. That's another thing. Don't ever be like, well, my problems aren't as bad as some people. It could be so much worse because that that's true, but that don't diminish what is going on in your life. Don't diminish the situation you are in right now. If you are struggling with it, it is a very real thing. It doesn't need to be diminished. And you know what? There's something to be said about gratitude and counting our blessings as saying, you know what? 
I could have it so much worse. I am so grateful and focusing on all the things you do have. But the only thing I want to mention about that is that makes us focus on circumstances. Because then we say, well, it's bad, but I have this, 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 and this. I want to take it further than that. Let's uh, let not our inner joy be dependent on circumstances. So while yes, it's important to have gratitude and to count our blessings and to have a gratitude journal even, some people, you know, do that. Don't let your joy, your thankfulness, your inner peace be dependent on circumstances. Let's take it even further than that. And how do we do that? By truly knowing Jesus knowing God inside and out, that is where the peace comes from. So that the next time a struggle comes my way, the next time I'm depressed and I feel that I can't get out of my bed, I can look to Jesus and I can say, it is well with my soul because I have Jesus. And this dark feeling I'm having right now It's just that, a feeling. And I'm going to get out of this bed and I'm going to go downstairs and I'm going to call my friend and I'm going to say, hey, guess what? I was struggling, but I have Jesus and he got me out of the bed. And so we're all a work in progress. We're all struggling with different things. So whatever it is from the smallest thing to the biggest thing, if it's a struggle, we don't have to quantify it and say it's it's not as big as someone else's or mine is so big no one else gets it because our lives are all unique and god puts us in all these situations and all these circumstances for a reason to teach us to grow us and ultimately to glorify him so i will glorify him in all my struggles these past few weeks because i know that they are bringing me closer to him And I know that there will be more struggles to come. The Bible promises so. Why are we so surprised when we go through struggles? If we're reading our Bible, we can expect them. So now we know that we can expect them. So that takes the surprise element out of it. We don't have to say, oh, how did this happen? We can expect them. And when we have Jesus, we say, now how do we walk through them? Sometimes we may be don't want to be out of the difficult circumstances because we know it's going to bring us closer to God. See, in our flesh, all of us as humans, our natural inclination is to avoid pain and to seek pleasure and to avoid pain at all costs. But the Bible tells us we must experience pain. Hey, look at the cross. Look at the cross. We want to talk about we don't want to experience pain. Look at Jesus. God has given us painful circumstances, inner turmoil, whatever it is, in order for us to get closer to him. So let's be real with each other. Let's share these things with each other. Let's encourage each other in the word. That's another important element of this whole thing. It's not just enough to go to somebody and say, it'll be okay, it'll be fine. Get in prayer. Let's say, what does the Bible have to say about this right now? 
we don't just want to make somebody feel better when they're in their um, time of need. We want to speak the truth into their life because really the only remedy for any of the chaos that goes on in our lives, any of the depression, any of the struggle is God's word. Believe me, I've gone through before knowing God every kind of struggle you can imagine. Struggles that are even things I can't talk about yet at this point in time out loud. I have been through horrific circumstances in my life. And I've done them without God. And I've done them without the truth. And I don't ever want to go back to that place. Because you want to talk about hopelessness, that's hopelessness. But there is always hope in Jesus. Even when you feel like you're at the end of your rope, you can go to God's word and immediately dispel all of those lies with the truth. So when we walk together and encourage each other, it's more than just sunshine and roses. Oh, it'll be okay. Come on over and we'll we'll talk and you'll feel better. Maybe you won't feel better because our life isn't always based on our feelings. We want to speak truth. We want to point each other to God's truth. And I'm so thankful that I have friends that have done that for me, especially the past few weeks. We'll just, I'll write them, I'm, I'm so discouraged. I'm so upset. This is going on. Guess what I get back? A text of a Bible verse. That's what I needed at that moment. Just the truth. So let's be women like that. I hope this podcast encouraged you today. I hope it wasn't a big old downer in the middle of your (laughs) Christmas season. But I just wanted to be real number one with some of the things that I've been dealing with because, you know, I think it is so important for me as someone that is perceived by anyone who doesn't know me that, you know, maybe I have it all together. Believe me, I don't. And, you know, as somebody who has the privilege the great privilege, and I don't take it lightly, to speak into other people's lives, I absolutely 100% have to be real with you all. Because if I get in here and I act like I have it all together and I don't struggle, then my words are just words. But if my words are backed by truth and sincerity, then that honors God. And I will never do anything but be 100% real on here. So yes, sometimes it's hard to admit the things that are going on. But again, it just dispels that darkness. So I hope this encouraged you somewhat, whatever it is you're going through, if you're on a mountaintop or you're in a valley, I hope that these things that we talked about today can get you thinking because we're all going to experience in our future highs and lows and we want to be prepared and we mostly want to be focused on Jesus. So look for more information coming soon about the Simply Living for Him No Filter um, project. That's what I'm calling it right now, project. Because what I'm foreseeing in the future is probably like a local event to kick it off. But I want to bring this to your church. I want to bring this to your group of friends. And if that's, you know, doing a series of videos that you guys can watch together and then encourage you in real life to live no filtered, then that's what we're going to do. So look for that coming soon. And for now, I just want to um, encourage you to keep it real. And until the next time, I wish you blessings and joy.